A presentation of Sports Talk Radio. It's this man. It's the compassion. It's the it's the dignity. It's the wisdom. It's the it's the horse sense of the guy. You know what? This is crap. We're gonna stop this. I can't stand it. Run it again. Huddle up and run it again. We're rolling now. <laughs> I think so. Microphones are on. Marker eight ten go. The Eggies. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. The Jazz. Schools. Also's gonna take it on the quarterback draw. He's to the 30, the 25, makes the move to the 20, 15, 10, 5. He's into the end zone. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports. Wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the full court press with Eric Franson and AJ Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, AJ, you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Full Court Press. That is Eric Franson. I'm Ajay Salveson here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Uh, 1069thefan.com and on our mobile app is free. It's always, you can go to the any app store and find it. Carry us wherever you are. Whatever you're doing here as we get ready for the new year on uh, December 30th. What in the Happy world? Happy New Year's, Adam. Why are you, and don't do that. Why? I just got so many questions and I just want to know why. Because Adam came before no, Eve? No, well... Okay. Well, That's why today is New Year's, Adam. You little pervall. Okay. Why are you? <laughs> what? What? Why do you have a hood on with gloves? What is your problem? It's snowing out there. And so you. It's been in a wintry wonderland the last few days. Eric, you have a hood and gloves on inside the studio. When I used to work with hands in Salt Lake. Hands would, he'd have like shorts, ankle socks, and shoes on, and then have like this massive like sweatshirt with a hood on. It never made any sense. It's an odd combination. Well, here you are. Well, whenever AJ comes in, AJ Knight, like he's got a hoodie and he puts his headphones on over the hoodie. So I thought maybe I'll try to be cool like AJ today. Everybody does like AJ more than you and I, that's for sure. If we had an AJ Knight sports show, this place would be hopping. Our ratings would be just skyrocketing. He'll be doing sports tonight up in Preston. Oh, yeah, he's going to Preston. Ooh. Big showdown. Drive safe, kids. Mustangs and Indians. Mustangs and Indians. They go together. Mustangs and Indians do. Um. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean? You never saw, like, the old movies? The Westerners? Yeah. Indians and World uh, Mustangs. It'll be on 107.7 KLZX and uh, streaming online on CashValleyDaily.com. I hope I put in – yeah, I did. And then tomorrow uh, – oh, Bear River plays tonight too, by the way. Uh, Bear River – they're at what, Ogden or at Weber? Ogden. Got to pull out my schedule here. Uh, they're at Ogden tonight. And they're at Weber tomorrow in the afternoon. Uh, Logan's got a really cool opportunity. They're going to be down at Vivid Arena tomorrow. Yeah, is it? It's one p.m. Right? One p.m. <sighs> yes, because some publications out there say nine a.m. 
but AJ Knight confirmed with the uh, with with the Logan High coaches that it's actually 1 p.m. tip off. AJ is actually filling in for that game tomorrow too. He's so yeah. he's helping us out tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, Chad Saunders will be the uh, color analyst. Is that right? Yep. So. Chad has helped us out with some ball games here and there before. He lives in the Tooele area, so um, he's gracious enough to help us out and give us a perspective of Tooele and give AJ a. Uh, yeah, some help on this broadcast tomorrow. Some help. Yeah. Uh, we will have a show tomorrow. It'll be pre-recorded. I'm just going to be upfront with people because I feel bad when they text in and we've already recorded, and I'm getting like tweets and texts from people, and I'm like, oh jeez, now what do I do? You know, I just feel bad. Like we're just leaving them out in the open. You know, poor people texting in. Why? Because you don't always respond to my texts. There's a reason why. Because sometimes you text so with the hoodie like gloves on. Anybody who's and I just don't know why. Anybody who's texting Ajay should <laughs> already be accustomed that it may not come back to them. Well, you know, I know somebody who has like seventy, well, like one hundred and fifteen messages unread, over a thousand me- emails unread, and like a hundred and twenty missed calls not returned. So I don't really feel that bad when it's like five of each. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I just don't feel bad. Like, someone texted me yesterday. I didn't respond to him. I totally forgot. And then I was like, oh, I didn't respond to him. I should respond to him today. I didn't. Were they asking for a picture? No, they were actually asking about our show. They had a comment on our show, and I didn't respond to him. Because if anybody asks Ajay Salveson for a photo, he's like, no, I'm just. No, it's That stop makes me it. uncomfortable. No, shut up. I can't no. do that. Dude, that's your problem. So you do. That. So you are okay if people text you and want to take their picture with you. You are okay with no, that. No, no. I'm a no photo guy, but I don't you, do I've photos. seen you take pictures. And with people. you have taken somebody. You've taken unconsented photos of me, somebody, or unconsented videos. <laughs> whether I'm underneath my desk trying to make a phone true. call and giving out my credit card number. <laughs> there was, there was somebody who came <laughs> to the station and wanted to get their picture taken with you. You're like, okay. So I've seen it happen. No, I wasn't like okay. You're like, yeah. No. Do you want me to sign it too? And then after, and then after I'm done, I tell you the story, and you're like, "Oh!" You start laughing at me, as does the holy office. <laughs> I hate you guys for that move. That was so lame. And then who was it? Was somebody uh, who you uh, used to help us out wanted a photo with me, and I was like, uh, "I don't do photos. <laughs> I don't do photos." <laughs> Even though, like in the 24-hour period, you said I don't do photos, and then you wouldn't you. <laughs> allowed yourself to be photographed with somebody. Photographed. Nine three one five. Thank you, Aj, for warning us about the pre-recording. That is awesome. Yeah, you're welcome. Like I feel bad because they want to participate in the show and we're not here. You and I are out. You know, whatever. I'll probably be moving snow. I mean, the way the last few yeah, days have gone. You are. You're gonna probably be shoveling snow. But that's why you got your kids home too, right? <laughs> Can't get them off the uh, the YouTube or the uh, Switch or whatever else they got for Christmas. Yes, you can. Are you kidding me? My mom always like would be like, oh, it's snow day? Great. You know what that means? Grab a shovel. You're out there. And she would never send the girls. It would always be me and my brother. And we are and we have a massive house back then. And it took forever. And we had, and, the, and the worst part was is we had a tractor sitting in, sitting in our tractor shed. And they just let it sit there. It had like the snow scooper and everything. Oh, man, that's a travesty. And then he, and then she'd be like, "All right, here's your two shovels. Go out there and start shoveling." Dude, just, you know, hated that. 
Mama Salveson's trying to build character for her build character for her boys. Yeah, build character. No, she's trying to get his frostbitten and hypothermia. You know what? Get out there. No, it's get some frostbite and done. hypothermia. Do some service as a as a young as a young man from India man. who had not adjusted to this very rigorous weather in the winter. That is abuse. Hey, um, tomorrow, even though we won't be live, uh, we are going to be going through some interesting topics, oh, yeah. and really would love to get your suggestions on yes. this. I, I'm, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to have a hard time ranking these, so I don't know that I will. But we want to go through the top sports stories of the last year. Now, some of those could be national or even international because we have the Olympics. Um, it, it could be local. I would prefer to focus on local. But if there was a a sports story that really stood out to you, either as a team or an individual performance, um, and, you know, somebody leaving a position, joining, you know, adding, being named to a new position, um, whatever, um, winning a championship. Um, yeah, I, I would love to get your thoughts and recommendations on that. I, I mean, I've, there's a couple of things that already jump out in my mind, but Look, it's hard to go back and completely re- recollect the entirety of a, a, a year. I totally forgot that the Olympics took place this year. So, I'm not idea. Uh, I would love to get your sec- uh, suggestions and recommendations because invariably I will f- forget or leave something out and somebody be like, how dare you forget this big achievement and think that I'm some dimwit, but I just forgot. So uh, I'd love to get your any thoughts that you had on that and nominations that you might have for – uh, a big story in sports. And it doesn't always have to be like a really uh, a positive, feel-good story. Sometimes a big story is is not a feel-good thing. It's a real bad thing. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it made waves for a lot of reasons. So um, anyway, if there's anything that comes to your mind, let us know on the Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. Yep, and we are live today again on the Full Court Press here, uh, 435-339-0321. If you want to call in, 435 752 1069. A couple of big news uh, worthy moments for the Utah State Aggies that came out today. Uh, Aggies had on a new quarterback. Levi Williams, formerly of Wyoming, is now going to Utah State. Uh, he uh, uh, kind of surprising just based on the quarterback depth chart that stands right now. I know Peasley has left it for the transfer portal, but you still have Bonner for one more year, and you still yeah. have Cooper Legault for two more years. Yeah. And Levi has two more years as left. As well, is that right? Or do you have? So I believe he'd have two because of COVID. He gets that extra year. He's played three seasons. He started in. Uh, he played in some games in 2019. Um, if that counts against his red shirt or not, I'm not entirely sure. I got to double check that. But um, he was always the backup to uh, Chambers, and then Chambers got hurt, and so. Um, he played in some meaningful games in 2020 uh, and certainly was the starter for the back half of Wyoming's schedule this year. And uh, look, in games where he was a starter this season, they won three, they lost three. The three wins this year were against Colorado State, USU, and Kent State in the bowl game. Losses were on the road at San Jose, Boise State, and then at home against Hawaii. But um, you know, good quarterback who can scramble. I don't know if he's got the biggest, most accurate arm. 
Uh, in 2020, he he had a 49.6% completion, uh, and uh, in all of his passes in this last year, 60% um, threw for just under a thousand yards. But uh, in the bowl game, like he put on a show, um, didn't throw the ball a heck of a whole lot, 127 yards. And threw one touchdown to Isaiah Nahor, who's also in the portal and considering Utah State. But he also ran the ball, had uh, carried the ball 16 times for 200 yards and four touchdowns. So he is that kind of a dual threat type of quarterback. What's interesting about him and Nahor is that, like, literally hours after their bowl game, they announced they were in the portal. And then just hours after that, Nayor puts out on on Twitter, hey, just got an offer from Utah State. <laughs> Blessed. The other interesting thing about um, this Levi Williams, his uh, girlfriend, she's a standout volleyball player yeah, for Utah, Utah State. State. Yeah. So hey. I'm sure she had some uh, something to say about which school he was considering you coming to. You want to marry me? You better be an Aggie. No. Uh, <laughs> Why don't you come closer to where we're at? <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, on the year, as you mentioned, Eric, he was 72 of 120 for 990 yards. He had nine touchdowns, five picks. Uh, four of those nine came in the uh, in the bowl game, I believe. Is that right? Right, four of those nine came. Yeah, 20, yeah, 20 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, well, he threw he threw one touchdown. Oh, threw one okay. in the bowl game. He rushed for four in the bowl game. Yeah, uh, this is. Uh, I'm happy for him. Uh, in fact, four eight seven five, Eric. Levi Williams has three more seasons left of eligibility. Take it to the bank. Uh, we will. Okay. Sounds good. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, I, what do you do about eligibility? Like, Cooper Legault still there. Well, here's what I don't fully know just yet. Because there wasn't uh, a coaching change, and I don't know that you could claim a COVID hardship. So uh, he's transferring to Utah State. So, if I'm not mistaken, he would need to sit out this upcoming 2022 football season. And so, that may have been part of the reason why he decided to come, just because how his clock works. That way, Logan Bonner can be the starter. He can mm-hmm. go. Cooper Lega is the primary backup. Um, and then next year, it's, it'll be a battle between Cooper and Levi to see who's going to be the... QB one that could be a really fierce battle too. Could be interesting. That could be two, yeah, two cats wanting to, to at least get their uh, get their years of playing in before they're uh, before they're graduates. But yeah, that it's a good pickup for um, for Utah State now. Does that receiver follow? That's the question, right? Quarterbacks here, girlfriends here. Now, does that receiver come here as well? Uh, familiar with the quarterback? Look, and the receiving core here has done very, very well under Kyle Cephalo, which it looks like he's staying here for another year, which is crazy to think about. Um, under Anthony Tucker, which, which looks like he's staying here for another year. <laughs> Man, not a bad place to come by if you're a receiver with this kind of quarterbacking. Look, yeah, and this, and this Isaiah Nahor, he's young. He's got good size mm-hmm. in in the uh, under the tutelage of – uh, Coach Tucker and uh, Coach Cephalo, he would be a huge weapon for Utah State offensively. Yeah. He he could find a lot of success in Logan. I would agree. It's going to be a good pickup. I'm excited, man. And then, by the way, speaking of offensive news and good news as well, 
Calvin Taylor Jr. has decided to come back for another year uh, with the Utah State Aggies. Calvin, of course, had that great game against Oregon State, was the main lead back uh, for most of the season, if not all of the season, for Utah State as well. Uh, this guy put on a show in the uh, L.A. Bowl, and we'll take him for another year. Eric, that's great news for the Aggies to help balance the passing game with a good running game. Yeah, it'll be nice to have Calvin Tyler in the mix. Um, he really blossomed. Uh, he came onto the scene early, and um, uh, he earned the right to be the primary running back. Then he kind of got dinged up, got out of the, the uh, rotations, but uh, once he got healthy again, uh, it really helped this football team and uh, had a heck of a bowl game. So um, it'd be, uh, I, I like what's coming back for Utah State offensively. Yeah, they're, they're losing some key pieces, absolutely, that they're going to have to figure out how to rebuild and, and, uh, and retool some of those pieces. But there's some really, really exciting players coming back. In 2021, Calvin Teller ran for 196 carries for 884 yards, four and a half yards per attempt, seven touchdowns. His longest run was 61. He had also 11 catches for 50 yards uh, and no touchdowns in that regard. In the uh, in the bowl game, he had four, 26 carries for 120 yards, one touchdown. His 15-yarder was the longest of the day for him. Uh, and in non-conference play, he had 48 carries for 198 yards. And on the road, he ran for 454 yards and 106 carries. Guy's a baller. Guy's an absolute baller. Uh, this is, a, again, I can't say it enough, just how great of a pickup that is and a great return for the Aggies just to help balance out that offense. And the experience that Tyler has coming back for another year is going to be massive for the team. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge. And uh, it, it really sets up a lot of other things. If, if like, there was – Utah State was really dynamic with wide receivers this year. And so – that kind of in an odd way helped the running game. Um, Utah State's going to be really solid in the running game this upcoming year. We don't know what the wide receiver core is going to look like. So because of the strength of uh, an experience at the running game, that might help kind of develop these wide receivers as they come along because they're still a little bit unproven. Uh, speaking of which, in regards to college football, bowl season is uh, the better of the bowl games, I guess as we like to say, or Kirk Herbstreit likes to say, is underway. A uh, really good one right now in uh, in the Music City Bowl. Tennessee right now leads Purdue 31-30. They're just underway in the fourth quarter right now. Uh, it's about a minute into it. Uh, good bowl game over there going on. So I just saw something about bowl games um, that uh, bowl, bowl game viewership is up significantly this year. Is part of that because some bowls have been can being canceled, and so it's not as diluted, uh, diluted, whatever. Uh, and so you only have a few options to choose from because before it was like, man, pick a channel, you're going to find a bowl game on it, and it only appeals to a certain segmented audience. But now there's only a few, you know, well, you don't, you're, there's not as much competition for bowl games we've had great. what five six bowls yeah. canceled at six. least and so maybe because it's a little bit diluted and there aren't as uh aren't as many that that viewership is up i don't know if that's part of it yeah maybe less bowls means more hunger and want for football right around the country uh in the guaranteed rate bowl the other day minnesota beat west virginia maryland or excuse me, minnesota beat west virginia i apologize in the New Era Pinstripe Bowl yesterday, Maryland just throttled Vatek 
Did you see the uh, awkward clip where they're interviewing the new head coach? He's talking about how good the defense could be. And uh, and as they're doing so, Maryland throws a 75-yard bomb <laughs> yeah. for a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, our <laughs> defense is going to be great. And the guy's watching the TV, and he's like, uh, um, we got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there one day. In the Alamo Bowl, how about uh, Bob Stoops coming back for a uh, sub-in? And as he does so, Oklahoma doesn't choke in a bowl game with Bob Stoops at the head of the sideline. They win a 47-32 over number 14, Oregon. That was a shootout. Oof, that was good football. I don't even think it was that close, to be honest with you, either. I think Oklahoma had it in control for most of the day. Uh, in the Duke Mayo Bowl, which I still don't understand how it still exists, but it does. South Carolina beats North Carolina 38-21. Uh, as we mentioned, Tennessee right now up 31-30 in the fourth quarter. And they dumped Purdue. a barrel of mayonnaise Dude, on the winning coach. I just don't. Like they have a designated area in the press room. They have like, plastic everywhere. They have them sit in a special chair. Instead of having the Gatorade bath or dumping a bunch of French fries on them, dump mayo gotta, on. We got to come into the special area. We're going to dump a bunch of mayo oh, on you. So gross! Like mayo is gross in the first place. Go Miracle Whip. <laughs> it's kids. not like it's really Miracle Whip. Always, it's not very thin or very viscous. It's like comes out pretty thick and heavy, you know. So it's oh, stop, gross. dude. Stop. Uh, by the way, looking at uh, ESPN, put out some information here just within the last fifteen minutes. Um, this the talking about viewership of these bowl games, the LA Bowl, as of right now, bowl uh, audiences through December 29th. So those who watch bowl games up to uh, last night, the LA Bowl is number six overall in viewership. 2.9 million viewers, uh, 13 percent up from a comparable what they call a comparable window this was in the inaugural bowl game so it doesn't really have last year to compare it to but some of these other bowls like the cheese it bowl most viewed since 2013 had 4.9 million viewers uh, the alamo bowl had 57 percent increase over last year with 4.7 million viewers uh the liberty bowl 3.9 million viewers most viewed since 2015 i mean it just goes on and on and on about setting new marks or higher uh, marks for where they were a year ago or even 10 years ago. And uh, viewership is really high on these bowls. And there have been a lot of people kind of poo-pooing these bowl games. Like There's too many of them. They're not interesting matchups. But the numbers don't lie, Ajay. People are tuning into these bowl games. Yeah, again, I think less football means more hunger to want to watch football, right? Less bowl games and you want to see more of it. I I think that's kind of the case here, without question. Uh, let's see here. Music City Bowl will be at 3 o'clock. Actually, it's already st- not Music City Bowl. Sorry. Uh, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl will be on later on tonight, 7 o'clock. Michigan State will take on Pittsburgh. Uh, Las Vegas Bowl will feature Wisconsin and Arizona State at 8.30. And then tomorrow is the Subin Bowls. Uh, Gator Bowl will feature Wake Forest and 5-7 and seven Rutgers. And the uh, Sun Bowl, sponsored by Tony the Tiger and Frosted Flakes, Washington State and Central Michigan will be at 2 p.m. Barstool, Arizona Bowl, thank goodness, has been canceled. Uh, and then it's the Shucks. Cotton Bowl. And it's the Cotton Bowl Classic, Cincinnati, Alabama. Orange Bowl will be Georgia and Michigan. That game will be at 7.30. First semifinal will be at 3.30. And then you have the Outback, Citrus Bowl, Fiesta Bowl, Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, all on January 1st. Of course, Rose Bowl featuring Utah and Ohio State. Fiesta Bowl, Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. And the Outback Bowl will be Penn State, Arkansas. Probably Citrus Bowl will have Iowa and Kentucky. Ajay, I just maybe it's because Utah's in it, 
and we're maybe a little more focused, but it, it seems like there is a lot of positive energy for the Utes going yeah. into this Rose Bowl appearance against Ohio State. Yep. I, all I hear about Ohio State is this guy's opting not to go or this guy doesn't want to be there. Uh, we're turning over more tickets because we're not selling them. Utah, you can figure it out. I just don't get a feel that Ohio State's that excited to be there. Not to say that they won't be prepared and, and still aren't a good team. They're a very good team. They're going to pose a real challenge for the Utes. But it just seems like there's a lot of excited energy for the Utes in their matchup coming up on Saturday in the Rose Bowl. Well, can I take you back to the two other previous New Year's Six Bowls that they were able to be participating in? The Fiesta Bowl, Utah was stoked to be in there. They were the first non Power 5 team to BCS bus, as they like to say, back in the day in 2004, and they were thrilled to be there. Urban Meyer did not have to use any sort of bulletin board material or motivational speech. They knew they were going to absolutely throttle Pittsburgh, not just beat them, but throttle them, and they did easily, 35-17. Then turn your attention to 2009 in the Sugar Bowl. Kyle Whittingham and the Utes go in there after winning the Mount West Conference or awarded the Sugar Bowl. In the SEC backyard, who do they play? A team that just lost to Tim Tebow in Florida in the SEC championship. They were favored to win that game. They lost it. They were livid, and they, quote-unquote, backed in to the Sugar Bowl. They they didn't want to be there. They weren't thrilled to be there. They got their butts handed to. They were embarrassed on national television, and the motivation of bulletin board material was all over the place. Everyone still said Alabama by 15. Alabama's going to thump them. Alabama can do this faster, better, stronger, quicker, bigger, everything. Kyle Whittingham threw out a uh, no-huddle offense that Bama just didn't see coming. It kicked the crap out of them. They are up 21-0, just like that, and this thing was over. Going to this year, Ohio State's backing into this game after a loss to Michigan. They're not thrilled to be there. They've got a few opt-outs now, four guys. Two of them are really key, and they're going into this Rose Bowl game, and, and you got Ohio State fans that are like, I don't want to go to the Rose Bowl. We've been there like 10 of the past 15 years. I don't want, I want to go somewhere else. Um... And they're not happy about it. But you know what? You still have a job to do. And Utah's going to go in there. They've never been to the Rose Bowl. It's another, it's another New Year's Six Bowl for Kyle Whittingham. They're excited. And, I, you know, end Kyle Whittingham's career on a high note. Go out there and get the guy win. Put him on your shoulders. Carry him off the field. And right off into the sunset. Like, this has Utah in a route every which way. I'm not, I, I honestly have Utah running away with this one. Because Ohio State doesn't want to be there, but Utah does. And even if Ohio State doesn't want to be there, I don't want to hear excuses from the Buckeye fans. Period. None. I don't want to hear it. You're in the Rose Bowl. You're a P5 team. You're a Big Ten team. You should go represent your conference. But they won't. They'll get embarrassed by Utah. And then they'll come out and say, well, we didn't want to be there in the first place. I think Ohio State will still give them a game. Uh, They're well coached. There's a lot of talent there. They've had a good year, a good season. Um they don't want to lose to there's a lot of Big Ten Pac twelve pride slash animosity. Um so they don't want to lose one for their conference. But uh I think they they will overlook Utah a little bit. I I, I pick Utah to win. I don't know they're gonna win in a route, but um I, I think that, that uh, momentum is on Utah's side, emotion and positive uh, energy is on Utah's side. And uh I just think the way that they are playing right now it's fantastic. So I, I give Utah the edge. I don't know if it's in or out, but I'd say the Utes by, I'd say by a touchdown. 
That's a great Tumba Berrien used to say. A guy I used to love working with in Salt Lake City Radio. Utes by five. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. God rest his soul, by the way. And uh, I want to send my condolences, condolences to him and his family, uh, loved ones. Uh, Tom Barberry, uh, one of the best dudes ever. Uh, love, love working with him. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. Oh, my crap, it's already 4.30. We got to take a break. We still have pick six Utah Jazz basketball. Uh, to talk about, we have uh, more Aggie football. If you want to talk Aggie football, let's do it. Uh, we what else? We have, we have uh, NFL. I think we got to talk about. We have, do we have a Thursday night game today? No, no Thursday night. Really? That sucks. Uh, I would double check that, but I don't believe that there is a Thursday no, you're night right. we just, NFL all, game tonight. It's all, it's all Sunday. Well, that's that's lame, El Supremo. All right, and uh, yeah, we. Uh, oh yeah, and we have COVID issues still in the NBA. Draymond's not happy about it. Doesn't really cry me a river, dude. <laughs> it's all coming up on the full court press. Up, oh, play. This keep it on the download here is the Dan Patrick Show. They're overrated. That's it because they play for the Giants. You know, you look at the Colts. Colts don't have big names. But they got an unbelievable offensive line. That's where you start. Offensive line. In today's NFL, offensive line. If you say you can have a great receiver or you can have a great left tackle, give me the left tackle. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's ski season, Cache Valley. This is Mark at the Sportsman, where we mount bindings. If you need bindings mounted to your skis or snowboards, in most cases, we can do it in 48 hours or less. That's right, 48 hours or less. At the Sportsman, we can also tune, sharpen, wax, and repair your skis or board so they are ready for the season. Usually, we can get those done in 48 hours as well. For 73 years, we have been taking care of skis and boards only at the Sportsman on Main Street in downtown Logan with tons of parking in the back. It's that first kiss, that moment in time. It's that look in her eye when you get the first sign. We make it personal, you know when it's real. Something for everyone, we know how you feel. Jarrett's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarrett's. This is Teresa with ChemDrive Northern Utah. Daryl and I would like to thank Cash Valley for continuing to let ChemDrive take care of your carpet cleaning needs for the past 43 years. Also for awarding us Best of Northern Utah, Best of Cash Valley, and Reader's Choice. We wish you and yours the happiest and safest holiday season. ChemDrive of Northern Utah. ChemDrive of Northern Utah. 435-752-6100. Talking with Jay from Daryl's Appliance. Jay, when did Daryl's open? 1970. That's over 50 years of experience serving local people. Can you compete with the box stores? Absolutely. Our electronic price tags are automatically updated throughout the day, which ensure our prices are the lowest available. Also, we have something they don't, scratch and dent appliances. Why else should we buy from Daryl's? Service comes first here. We have our service department that backs your appliance purchase. Daryl's Appliance, a one-stop appliance shop. Daryl's, Westone Airport Road, open till 6 p.m. on weekdays and five on Saturdays. Advanced Heating and AC, the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah, is teaming up with Carrier Heating and Cooling. Carrier provides you with the best furnace units available. And now is the best time to buy a new unit before the weather turns Cash Valley cold. Financing options are available. Turn to the experts at Advanced Heating and AC and Carrier. Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning at 752-7272. Stop by their showroom west of DI. Online, advancedheating-ac.com. 
The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. Uh, you're not a Madden guy, I can tell, in so many ways. I love John Madden. You don't play Madden games, though? I don't know. Okay. This was on uh, This was on Madden. A little tribute to Madden. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't... A little confession. I really don't get into video games generally, period. But you're into Star Wars. Well... Watching movies or, or TV series are different than playing video games, but I, when I was in college, oh boy, here we some, go. Had some roommates, and we had a, we had a gaming console, and I would find myself just getting lost in the game and like totally losing track of time, and not getting my homework done, other things, and so I was like, you know what, I, I just I can't, I got to stay away from this, and. uh I mean, there's an occasional game on my phone that I might play here and there, but uh, I, I really don't haven't done the whole gaming Xbox, PlayStation, whatever. I don't. I couldn't tell you the difference between the two. And I which could, games I mean, are good, which games are not good. I can't really, you know, yell at you, like, because I can't tell the difference between Star Wars, Star Trek, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. Like, they're all the exact same thing to me. Marvel, DC, couldn't tell you who's who, which is which. Everyone's like, have you seen the new Spider-Man? And I'm like, no, I hadn't even seen the first one. Like, the first, first one. Like, Tobey Maguire, first one. It's kind of helpful to uh, have seen that one if you're going to see the one that just came out. Yeah, see, just and I just, I just, and I don't have the energy to go through seven or 15 different Spider-Mans. I'd rather watch the 15 different Land Before Times, if we're being honest with each other. Land Before Times? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty much where it's at, man. Land Before Time. I love that movie. Hey, if you want to text into the show, 435-339-0321. Utah Jazz win last night. 120-105 were the Portland Trail Blazers. Utah Jazz improved to 25-9 on the season. Portland now 13-21 and on the season, and they've got more COVID issues, Eric. Yeah, they already had some COVID issues on that team. Uh, they've just got more. Sham Sharani reporting that Anthony Simons and replacement player Brandon Williams have now entered health and safety protocols. Jazz just played these guys last night. So Dude, I'm, I'm I hope it doesn't affect the Jazz. It's going to. Like they've they've been lucky, but it's it's gonna get them. I mean, it's been amazing that they're the only NBA team that hasn't been affected yet. But like Coach Quinn Quinn Snyder said the other day, it's it's inevitable. It's inevitable yeah. It will happen. It's just we just don't know when. Rico In the meantime, Bear- they'll continue to do what they can. But look, they've got some big games coming up this weekend. They they've do. got a home doubleheader back to back. They've got um, Minnesota Timberwolves on New Year's Eve, which you know, the pesky Timberwolves can be kind of tough, and they should be getting guys back from COVID protocols. And then uh, they got Golden State on New Year's Day, and that's a really big game. Uh, it's the top teams, some of the top teams in the Western uh, Western Conference, facing each other. So, uh, yeah, really big games coming up for the Utah Jazz. We don't know about Donovan Mitchell, his back, if he's healthy or not, if he'll be able to participate. They didn't send him on this little road trip. But what's impressive for me is what the Jazz are doing without Donovan Mitchell and how they're getting it done without having him uh, available. And they're doing it as a team. 
It's not like just one guy took over and was the replacement guy. Like the other night, Jordan Clarkson had a great game. Sure, he did, but there were a lot of other guys who chipped in and helped out too. Last night, like Rudy Gay suddenly came alive and got out of his shooting slump. And Clarkson still had a solid night, but he had five assists. And that's something that he's been doing a little bit more over this the last couple of games. Hassan Whiteside had 11 rebounds and 15 points. Of course, uh, Portland, some of their COVID issues are with their big men, so Jazz had a significant size advantage. Rudy Gobert had 22 points and 14 boards. But um, Joe Ingles was a plus 25 in the plus-minus. He only scored five points. He had three assists, three rebounds. But he was a plus 25 on the court because he was doing a lot of other things to help his team win. His team was winning when he was on the court. Doesn't always show up in the stat sheet, but what this uh, Jazz team is doing is uh, everybody's stepping up and doing a little bit more. Uh, it's not to say that the Jazz don't need Donovan because I mean they can still win without one of their stars out. And that's a sign of a really, really good basketball team. But... Um, it's good for this team to kind of come together. It's it's good for a team to not have their all-star available for a game or two to remind them of how to play as a team and also to remind them of the value of that player. As you mentioned, Donovan Mitchell is out. It, it, everyone's thrilled about Utah winning by 15. As you mentioned, the Trail Blazers had seven guys out. I think we need to calm down with the excitement. Like They were, they were nowhere even close to full strength. Damian Lillard pours in 32. Norman Powell as well had 32. Powell had 25 in the first half, which is shocking, right? (laughs) But look what his second half was. Damian Lillard had to work like crazy to get to those 32 points. They had seven guys out. I'm sorry, but I can't can't get excited about a Jazz team beating a team that's so shorthanded like that, who's only missing one guy. Yeah, it just, no, it's true. There's nothing exciting about that. It's it's a win over a over a 13 and 21 basketball team. Well, and it's a fr- those are fran- these are franchises that are moving in different directions. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's that's another storyline too. That the Utah Jazz are continuing to stay on a trajectory to be a top team in the West, a top team in the NBA. Period. And the Portland Trail Blazers used to be a perennial playoff team. It, but could never really be at the top consistently, and now they're sliding the other direction. Uh, as you mentioned, Rudy Gobert had 22-14. and 14. Jazz outscored Portland 74-30 to 30 in the paint. Cool. <laughs> 74-30. to 30. A, That's that size advantage. Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gobert, they were feasting Yeah, in the as paint. you mentioned, Hassan had 15-11. and 11. Rudy Gay had 21. Like, it's just, that's incredible. Uh, Utah, that's their eighth consecutive road victory. They're 12-3 on the road, by the way, which is really impressive in itself. But as you mentioned, Eric, they have got a very massive stretch coming up, a very tough stretch as well. Here's what it's looking like for the Utah Jazz. Uh, As you mentioned, they have the back-to-back on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Minnesota and Golden State, both at home. By the Golden State, I don't know why. It's on NBA TV. I just don't get that. They better have good New Year's Day games for that to be on NBA TV. Uh, January 3rd is at New Orleans. 
fifth is at Denver. I mean, this is a lengthy road trip here. New Orleans, Denver, Toronto, Indiana, Detroit. That's four straight road games. Yeah, they are every gone other day. a lot in January. A lot. They're home against Cleveland, but then they're back on the road for Denver and the Lakers. Back-to-back games, Eric. This is still in January, by the way. Home, and then they have a day off, and then it's Houston and Detroit at home. On the road again after a day off for a travel day. Golden State and Phoenix back-to-back. Phoenix at home two days later. Memphis and Minnesota, and then home for a slate of games of Denver, Brooklyn, New York, Golden State, Orlando, and Houston. That's in February, though. That January slate is just mean. Really brutal. Uh, By the way, Utah Jazz updated their injury report for tomorrow night's game. Udoku Azubuki is out, uh, right ankle sprain. We really haven't seen him. Mike Connolly will not play because it's a double. It's a back-to-back, so he won't play the Minnesota game so he can be available for the Golden State game. Uh, Eric Pascal is out for personal reasons, non-COVID related. He uh, has missed now a couple of games. Don't know what's going on there, why he's not available. Uh, And then Joe Ingles is questionable because of a left low back strain. But uh, they are not saying that Mitchell is questionable or out, so he should be available. Uh, 6294 text into the show. Minnesota had a bunch of guys out the other night and gave the Jazz all they wanted. Yeah, Quinn Snyder was not happy with his team. Well, that's right. I really not happy with his team. The press conference was pretty brief and short. Yeah, because he, he wanted them to put <laughs> him away, that. and they didn't. I remember that was a great press conference. Yeah. I love angry Quinn Snyder. Like, I just don't – and I don't see a whole lot of it. I just – I want to see more emotional, angry Quinn Snyder. And I don't, I don't, yeah, we don't see a whole lot of it. Uh, Eric, all right, so let's do this, Eric. We'll go from Minnesota, which is on December 31st, to the end of the road trip, of their first road trip, January 10th. So it's Minnesota, Golden State at home, on the road versus New Orleans, Denver, Toronto, Indiana, Detroit. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. What is their record? Of those seven games after January 10th. From uh, from now until January 10th? Correct. So that includes Minnesota and Golden State. I just said that. Yeah. I'm just I'm just verifying as I'm pulling it up to see it. Um uh, I think they I think they win most of those games. Really? Yeah. Give me uh give me your record of those seven games. Um I'm gonna say they go. Um, I'm I'm gonna say they go f- six and one. <laughs> okay, who who are they beating there, Eric? Or who are they losing to? I should say uh, the, the Golden State game is the only one on there that I think the Jazz could would struggle against. Okay, I'm gonna go four and three. They'll they'll lose. Okay, to- I'm. I mean, I could equally laugh at that. I mean, what which games okay. are they gonna lose in that stretch? They'll lose to Golden State. Okay, they'll lose at Denver. And they'll lose at probably Indiana. That's a back-to-back Saturday, January 8th. Mike Conley will – I would imagine Mike Conley's not playing in that game. Um, Indiana's not good. Jazz aren't – I mean, look. Jazz aren't good? Jazz don't play great against full-strength teams. And, it, and, dude, that's a long road trip, and we're one, two, three – that's our fourth game into that road trip – on a second end of a back-to-back. 
Indiana is 14 and 21 on the year. Yeah, but you know what? Minnesota gave, as 6294 mentioned, Minnesota wasn't even half strength, and they gave the Utah Jazz all they wanted. I don't think the record matters for the Jazz. The Jazz play down to, to or up to whatever opponent they're playing. See, I, I looked at the Denver game, and I did honestly think long and hard about that one. But if uh, if it's not Jokic doing it, there's nobody else on that team that's consistently doing anything. Hmm. And hmm. so I like the Rudy Gobert-Jokic matchup. I mean, Jokic will still have, probably still have a big night, but I think the Jazz come together. They get up for that game. I I still like the Jazz chances in that. I, really, there's only the Golden State one that makes me a little bit nervous on that stretch that you just talked about. Yes, I have them going four and three. You have them six and one? Yep. All right. I like it. And I like if they go six and one, I love it. And you know what? If they beat Golden State and lose to like Indiana or Detroit, I'm absolutely fine by that. I am totally okay with it. Like beat Golden State and lose to Detroit, I I take that train a heartbeat. <laughs> I mean that that would be really, 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 really weird, but it could happen. It could happen. Oh, it could happen. Yeah. Definitely. Especially uh, the last game on a long time away on a lot of flights and a lot of trips and who knows which uh, who's going to be available at that time but uh yeah it's possible uh we'll have both games on our station minnesota and golden state december 31st and the first uh on uh here on this very station 106 and the fan ron boone david Locke will be on the call for you uh here on again on 106 and the fan at 1390 a.m as well we got to take a break coming back we'll get to move the four cold four what is it called what is the show called this show? Yeah. I just said Fur Colt. It, it's uh, Elf the IJ. Okay, screw this. It's the Full Court Press with Eric France and Anaj Salveson. I will hurt somebody's feelings. The New Year's Six Bowl games and this college football playoff, and it almost seems like it's versus the G5 world. We don't want Little Brother disrupting what we have. This isn't over yet. There's going to be more G5 teams scratching and clawing at the door to get in because they're going to get better, and they're going to earn that right and that opportunity to get in there, and then they're going to go beat one of those teams. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Don't wait. Plan your New Year's Eve celebration now. Get your night rolling at the Riverwoods Conference Center's New Year's Eve buffet catered by Elements Restaurant. The night kicks off at 5 p.m. for you early birds. Reservations are being accepted from 5 to 8 p.m. Enjoy a huge spread full of appetizers, salads, New York cuts, seafood, shrimp cocktail, and decadent dessert sure to crave any sweet tooth. Start your New Year's off in style with family, friends, delicious food, and live music at the Riverwoods Conference Center's New Year's Eve buffet. Call ahead for reservations, 750-5171, Cash Valley Bank's newest branch is now open in Preston. I'm Lance Zollinger, and I'm excited to announce Cash Valley Bank is now open inside Stokes Marketplace. If you're an existing customer, you'll love the convenience. If you're not a customer, we'd love to have you open a new account with us, or even talk with us about a loan for your farmer business. Cash Valley Bank, a community bank where decisions are still made locally, now open in Preston. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. For more than a century, couples have shopped at S.E. Needham Jewelers for their diamond engagement ring. We have the largest selection of exclusive engagement rings in the area. Also, with the use of state-of-the-art technology, we're able to custom-make with precision the ring of your dreams. You will be able to work with our award-winning jewelry designer, Joseph Needham. You will also enjoy a vast selection of loose diamonds, allowing you to choose an affordable price range. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. 
Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block at the side of the clock. Cubex Fitness is in the giving spirit with their biggest special ever. For a limited time, become a Cubex member and get your first two months for free. Then pay their lowest price ever, only $15 per month with no contract. You'll also receive the Cubex Nutritional Guide ebook for free, a $30 value. Work out at Cubex with our virtual trainers in complete privacy in their sanitized environment without any concerns or distractions or comparisons. This is your year. Achieve your goals at Cubex Fitness in Logan. $75 cancellation fee at the time of cancellation. Hurry, offer ends soon. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You cannot separate It is Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Full Court Press, 106.9 The Fan. Hey, still one more break to get to before we call it a first hour of this show. Hey, don't forget Napa Auto Parts, which sponsors Above the Noise with Dan Patrick. Always the best prices on the best parts at any of your locally owned Preston to Providence or Providence to Preston. Just saying, if you're yeah. going north, yep, towards the mountains, towards the Rockies, Napa Auto Parts stores. Uh, they have great prices, great deals just for you, and uh, so many things that they can get you taken care of, get your car ready to go, during a wintry wonderland in the next few months. So go to Napa Auto Parts again, one of your five locally owned Preston and Providence stores, and get taken care of the right way. Hey, how about uh, Texas Tech beating Mississippi State the other day? How about that? Mike Leach's old team <laughs> beats up on him. Oh, that was so the good. Tech got to a bowl game. That was a team that had the chance to get to a bowl game, which they did. But that uh, administration didn't want to let Matt Wells get there, because if he got yeah. that team to a bowl game, then they would have had to. Yeah, they would exactly have had to keep his year. contract and and not let him go. Yep, it's disappointing. That and, and the fact that they're like, oh wait, we got we got to hurry and get to the coaches before they go. Get to the coach we want before anybody else gets him. It was just it was bad on their decision making. It was bad on their part. I'm gonna be flat out honest. But you know what? Like, nah, I'll tell you off air. It's not worth it saying on on air. <laughs> I better not. Okay. Uh, but, uh, yeah, like it's the coaching carousel. Eric, let me ask you really quickly. You surprised that none of our guys were gone yet? Coaching carousel is done for head coaches, not for coordinators, coordinators. or assistants. Okay. Nowhere near done. Because okay. you've got teams that are playing in bowls right now and for the next few days. You've got new head coaches who haven't been able to really get in and put together a staff because – the just like Texas Tech, I mean, they were just involved in a bowl game. They know they have a new head coach coming, but he wasn't there coaching the team. No, so the these the head coaches that carousel is done, but for coordinators and assistants, it's not even close to being done. Yeah. So while Aggie fans might think that USU has dodged a bullet with Coach Bonda and Tucker and the rest of that staff, don't hold your breath. Eight not, five seven not yet. A five seven seven text into our Gil Mortgage text line. Why would Levi Williams want to transfer to Utah State? Hold on to that thought. We're going to take a break. Wrap up the first hour. If you're available, stick around for the second hour. We're going to get into it. Levi Williams, formerly of Wyoming at quarterback, has now transferred to Utah State. We'll tell you why. Our thoughts and our opinion. All coming up on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. This is the herd. The winner in this is also. Colin Cowherd. And so Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers do not have to be in love. Bill Belichick and Brady, for 20 years, 
never went to dinner. I don't care if Aaron doesn't love Green Bay's front office, and I don't care if Green Bay's front office doesn't love Aaron. Just do what just do what people can do. Compartmentalize. This is the herd. And the story out today. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, the fan. Cold weather is here. Let the gold medal winner in the best of Northern Utah's fireplace category help you update your home with Heat and Glow's full line of gas or wood-burning products. Building a new home? Let the professionals at Advanced Fireplace and Stove design and install your fireplace. From traditional to modern, Heat and Glow has something for every design and every budget. Install a product that will allow your family to make memories for years to come. Stop by at their showroom or visit them at advancedfireplaceandstove.com. Hi, this is Ashley with LSS Insurance. Open enrollment for individual health insurance is November 1st through January 15th. Coverage through the marketplace is still available with more tax credits making it even more affordable. We'll help you navigate the marketplace, understand your plan options, and complete enrollment and save big. Trying it on your own can be frustrating. Let us help. Call 752-9493. There's no cost to work with us. Having a local agent makes all the difference. Call 752-9493. Alpine Home Medical, we bring wellness home. What are you doing for your home medical supply needs? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent with Alpine Home Medical. We sell the highest quality products in the industry, and your shopping experience with us will be unmatched. Get out and enjoy freedom with one of our many different power chairs. We'll make sure you have the best experience possible and that you can bring wellness home. Alpine Home Medical. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Imagine the other team has an ace in their starting lineup. He's fast, relentless, and his field goal percentage is 73%. What's your team's defensive strategy against a player like that? Well, that player is ransomware. And in 2020, 73% of ransomware attackers succeeded in holding their victim's data hostage. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. It's the Full Court Press, weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Hour one of the Full Court Press, getting ready to settle in and uh, put a bow on it. We'll get ready for hour number two, 8577, again, the text in, why would Levi Williams want to transfer to Utah State? We will get into that in hour number two. There's some questions to be asked. Regards to their depth chart as well. And it's kind of getting full in that quarterback room. Who stays, who goes, and is there enough room for everybody to get a little bit of share of the pie and still be happy? Uh, it's I'm not so sure anymore. I, I, I don't know. It's a tough call. Uh, give a shout-out to Jason Turner. He had a conversation yeah, with Levi, and um, he plans to enroll for spring semester and be available for uh, these the practices full off season with Utah State. So he... Uh, basically choosing Utah State over Wyoming because of the offensive system. Wyoming is a ground and pound, um, running backs first focus, and he wants to go somewhere where it's uh, more of a sling it around the yard, give him opportunity to to showcase his passing skills. So uh, how he fits into that quarterback room and who gets snaps, (laughs) I don't know. I'm glad we're not the ones to get to decide that. We'll, yeah, we'll debate it. Yeah, well, we're going we to debate it. We're going to have a, quite the conversation here in hour number two. I can tell you that right now about actually what this what this quarterback room could really look like and how it could affect Utah State. Don't forget, Calvin Tyler Jr. also has uh, announced that he's coming back for another year. So 
to get help in the running back room again with him coming back and his experience as well. We'll have our pick six. We'll talk more Utah State football. Utah State basketball has the uh, New Year's Day off, and uh, so we'll talk some Utah Jazz basketball as well. And any recommendations you have for the top sports stories of the year? Love to hear from you. 435 I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. It's been a long wait, but the college football playoffs are almost here. This year, there's a different flavor to the Final Four. Of course, Alabama's there. Georgia, no surprise. But Jim Harbaugh on Michigan's first trip since the new system started in 2014. And the biggest outlier, the Cincinnati Bearcats. College football doesn't have Cinderella's. It's much more predictable than basketball. It takes a lot for a Cincinnati or a Boise State to break through into the big time. When they expand to a 12-team field, that will offer more opportunities. But for now, Cincinnati represents the little guy. The Bearcats have a tough game against the Crimson Tide. They beat Notre Dame in South Bend. They have a seasoned quarterback in Desmond Ritter and some defensive players who will play in the NFL. Who knows? Maybe we'll have a college basketball field to this year's playoffs. Hopefully, we're going to have competitive games and chime in the new year with some great football and maybe a surprise national champ. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Number four of my best non-sports sports, wife carrying. I beg your pardon? It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Because what you're really saying when you're using all this blabberish is, A.J., you were right and I was wrong. That's what I'm hearing from you. 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Happy New Year's Eve, Eve, everybody. Hmm? Or otherwise known as... No, it is not. It has never been known as that. It has never been known as that. New Year's Adam. Come on. You want to say it? No, I don't. Because we are going to get in big trouble. Uh, we got quite a shootout going on right now in college football. 38-38, Tennessee and Purdue. Three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Purdue has the ball. Three minutes to go. Uh, This is the... I don't even. It's the Music City Bowl. Why don't we have a TV in here? Like, come why on. haven't you taken care of that yet? Well, I know. I gotta go talk to your dad. Dad, can I borrow your card? Great, thanks. I'll be back in thirty. I'll even keep it under a budget that he says three hundred, doable. Four hundred, absolutely. Five hundred be more reasonable for me though. Uh, kicking off here as soon as this Tennessee Purdue game gets done. Uh, Pittsburgh and Michigan State. Look, Pitt and, and Michigan State, MSU, that should be fun. Number 12 versus number 10 yeah. in the Peach Bowl in Atlanta. That should be a fun game. I you had a really so. good quarterback against a really good running back. I hope it's fun. I'm Yeah. We need, we need a good bowl season with some, some of these bowls canceled. Yeah. Got a barn burner going on right now. Love it. A saucy matchup coming up tonight. Hey, if you want to text into the Gil Mortgage text line, we are live uh, here on the Full Court Press, 435-494-9934. What? 435. What number did you just give out? Did you give out your personal phone number? Shoot. Everybody text Ajay in your no. personal phone number. No. Oh, dude, I hate this thing. Uh, what is our number? 435-339-0321. Text in. Nope. Nobody's listening anyways. If, I, if, uh, if you've got a suggestion 
uh, a nomination for uh, top sports story of 21. Uh, yeah, let us know. We'll we'll discuss it more tomorrow. Uh, just full disclosure, we will be pre-recording tomorrow. But uh, if you're out and about on your way to various New Year's Eve festivities, we will be there. You can take us with you. Yep. Uh, but we'll be breaking down some of the top sports stories of 2021. And if you have any recommendations, uh, suggestions, nominations, 435-339-0321. Yep. Text in. Again, we're pre-recording tomorrow, so we'll not be live tomorrow, but we still will have a show to air for you, so you can take us wherever you're going. 435-339-0321 to text in. Let us know your sports stories of the years, nationally, internationally, even locally. We, uh, we'd love to hear from you. 8577 to text in, in last hour. Why would Levi Williams, formerly of Wyoming, transfer to Utah State? Um, he says in his article with uh, Jason Turner that it had nothing to do with his girlfriend. Who but, is an outstanding volleyball player at oh, Utah yeah, State. Oh, yeah, she is phenomenal. But, Eric, our, the Aggie quarterback room is pretty full. Like, Lagaz in there, uh, Bishop, the Bishop kid's in there. Uh, Logan Bonner, like, and he's—I don't know where you're gonna fit him. Cooper Lagash showed out really well in the bowl game. Yes, and you're gonna punish him by saying, "Well, you know what? I think that this kid gives us a better chance for whatever reason." You would say, "I, I don't know. I just feel like, man, that's a hard pill to swallow for Cooper Lagash." Having a quarterback come transfer into this this quarterback room when you actually balled out in a bowl game after they lost their starting quarterback in your first live reps of the season of your career. Yeah, but look what this coaching staff did this last year. Andrew Peasley had the inside track to be the heir apparent starting quarterback for Utah State. Then Logan Bonner is announced that he's transferring. He was with Blake Anderson, Arkansas State. A lot of people thought, well, he's probably going to get the nod because he knows Blake, he knows the system. But Blake Anderson and this coaching staff didn't just give it to either one of these guys. They were very honest and forthright and just, look, we're going to let this play out and we're going to decide on who the best quarterback is and we're going to do what's best for the team. Even at this first game of the season, we still didn't know. They were trading series. And didn't help that Logan Bonner had an injury, and so he wasn't available in the spring and for part of the fall. Um, but uh, but th- this coaching staff said, look, we're going we're gonna to be fair. We owe it to you as players and to the team as a whole. So I, I, I don't suspect they're going to do anything different than that. When it comes to whether it's going to be Levi Williams or Cooper Lagaw as the backup. Yeah, but here's the thing is is you show faith and confidence in this kid to come in in a bowl game and take care of and he and he makes you look really good. I mean, he made everybody look really good at when Cooper Lagaw came in there and threw a touchdown pass, led the team to a win. Levi Williams comes in and look, I Eric, be honest with me. When Logan Bonner got here, did you really think Peasley was going to start game one? Uh, I didn't know. I didn't really know that Logan Bonner, if he would even be able to play at the Mountain West level. 
Yeah, I, I thought that that Andrew Peasley would have a shot. I see. I didn't. I like when Logan Bonner, if he's going to leave Arkansas State where he had started before, and he leaves to come to Utah State, it's not to be a backup. It's to be a starter. He wasn't coming here to be a backup. Uh, in my opinion, he knew that. Coach Anderson knew that, and he was going to start. Like, plain and simple. And then now Levi Williams comes in. And I don't think he's coming here to be, oh, I'm going to be a backup. I'm going to be a third stringer. Well, I, th- he, I think he's come. Well, he didn't say, enter the he didn't enter the portal. Like seeing what was available at Utah State first, he saw he entered the portal because he was dissatisfied with what was going on in Wyoming. Sure, but he had to be getting more looks than Utah State. Well, according to the article, he had interest in uh, in the Pac-12 and in uh, from one school in the SEC. And you, but he still chose Utah, Utah State because he liked the coaching staff. He liked the system. It fit with what he did in high school, and felt like he could come in and, and flourish. Look, I think he has the understanding that Logan Bond is the starting quarterback going into the twenty twenty two season. I mean, he also has the idea and the thought that he is the backup going into the twenty twenty two season. That it's not, and if you're Cooper God, do you look at transferring? Like, I'm not going to sit behind another year or two years to do this again. It's not worth it. Or uh, If I'm Cooper Lagaha, I don't know. I mean, I I would think that he was making a case for himself in the fall that he was he's a good quarterback and he can help this football team. And certainly we know what he did in the bowl game. Sure. You never know when a quarterback's going to get hurt and not be available. And so... Your number could be called at any moment, and um, so you always got to be ready. Could be for one game. It could be an extended period of time. By uh, five seven eight eight five seven eight eight had texted in uh, in regards to top stories of the year. He goes, he goes nationally. Simone Biles, emotional Olympics. Ooh, that's a good one. That's an app. That was a big story topic throughout the Olympics. We absolutely yes. But, Eric, going back to, to this Utah quarterback situation, now you've got Bishop, you've got uh, Cooper, Levi, Logan. Logan's your foregone conclusion as a starter, as of right now, unless something drastically changes, which we hope it doesn't because we like Logan. That backup spot's be, I, I would hope it would be competitive, and I hope it's not being assumed that Levi is the backup. I hope that the coaches throw out a fair competition for the backup spot. Well, there's... Because isn't there another quarterback or two? Well, the Bishop kid, Calvin Johnson, or was it Calvin? What's his name? Yeah, Calvin. He needs to. He needs Josh to, Calvin. He needs to transfer. He needs to go elsewhere, where somewhere he's going to play. Because it ain't going to be at Utah State. There's no way he's getting reps at Utah State, in my opinion. Uh, this was just his sophomore year, so he'll be coming in as a junior. He needs. And to he go. really hasn't seen the 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 field at all. Nah, he needs to. He needs to go. Garrett Larson. Also quarterback, also a sophomore from Davis High School. I'm just looking over the roster right now. Guys who were uh, at the quarterback position this last year, and those were two that that we never saw. Will they stick around? Will they still be here? Don't know. So right now, these would, if nothing else changes, quarterbacks next year at Utah State. Cooper Lega, Josh Calvin, 
uh, Logan Bonner, Garrett Larson, and now Levi Williams. Wow. Well, in the fall, then you got the the Bishop kid. Yep. It was a early signing period, high school. Nine three one five. Many of these quarterbacks go to a different position. I doubt it. Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. Nine 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 four eight. Maybe they thought maybe they brought him here to play a different position. Maybe they didn't bring him here to be a QB. Uh, I don't so think that would be the case. Yeah, I don't think he leaves uh, Wyoming gonna, to come to Utah leave, State to be a receiver. If you're gonna leave some place and go somewhere else, I mean Andrew Peasley could have switched positions and stayed on this roster, but he wanted to play quarterback. Yep. And look, I don't feel bad for him at all. I think he's making the best decision for himself. And if he wants to play quarterback, then he probably needs to go somewhere else if he wants to play meaningful minutes. Yeah, I would agree. Now, what the story is going to be for Garrett Larson and Josh Calvin, I don't know. Will this Bishop, will he still be a quarterback when he shows up? Will they try to convert him to a different position? Again, I don't know. But uh, there's a lot of guys in that quarterback room. Yeah, it's full now. I mean, it's chuck full. And I still feel like, and maybe they'll attack it during the transfer portal time, but that, the DB spot and the wide receiver spot needs a, a long look right now. They need a really long look to get that short up. I feel like we're still a little ways from where they should be in regards of having that taken care of. Yeah. I would agree with that. Maybe even another offensive lineman or two. Yeah, probably. Could, yeah, it'd be good to have a backup, as we've seen, have backup offensive lineman after the year they, they, they had to go through. But the Blake Anderson, on a couple of different occasions, his eyes were opened as to this type of lineman he needed to compete at the highest level in this conference. Um, I mean, it's kind of funny to say that because they won the conference. Mm. But... Uh, in a couple of games, he realized that they had to use different tactics to compete because they were undersized. They didn't have the same size or physicality as some of the teams that they faced. And he knows he's going to have to face again. And immediately after those games, he was making comments like, "We've we definitely have to have a focus on these certain areas in recruiting. Yeah, and the other thing, actually, and I was about to uh, – a good thing that you don't have to worry about so much right now is the fact that Calvin Tyler Jr. is coming back. So your running back spot's really short up. I think that's covered. So, again, it's just I think defensive backs, spot receivers, offensive linemen, I think it's where your biggest eyeballs are in regard to the transfer portal and recruiting. And I think they'll hit the transfer portal hard come coming up here when it uh, kind of settles in after the college football season comes to a conclusion. Yeah, I mean, linebacker position could use some help, too. Hey, okay, so with Levi Williams signing here at Utah State, do you think that that uh, – who's the, what's the receiver's name? Eeyore or something? Isaiah Nayor? Yeah, him. Do you think <laughs> he takes a longer look at Utah State now? Man, I, I would think so. I would hope so. Because he was one of the top targets for Levi Williams. So you've got that, but just take him out of the mix. Just look at what 
this coaching staff has done with wide receivers this year. Look at what they've what their track record is with wide receivers and how they develop them. He's young. He's got a lot of years to play. He can have a lot of success in a Utah State uniform. I would agree. 9948, story of the year, the Atlanta Braves winning the World Series. They went over 500 uh, till August. Unreal. That's my top story of the year, next to Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. Those are my two top stories of the year. Tom Brady, Atlanta Braves. <laughs> Incredible comebacks. I love it. <laughs> Tom Brady wasn't a comeback. Well, he kind of was, dude. He left like the greatest coach ever and then won a Super Bowl with a brand new team. That's incredible. Dude, who does that? Who does that? Who leaves a team who's... Peyton. Okay, no, Peyton had a defense. Peyton was throwing, like, Eric... Oh, no, wait a minute. No, Tampa on. had a great uh, offensive line and great wide receivers. They just had a bad quarterback before. Yeah, that's true. You but just bring in a different quarterback and everything else falls into place. How is it any different than what Peyton Manning did in Denver? Okay, Peyton looked like he was throwing footballs like you do with all your full snow clothing on. Like everything. I mean, he's lobbing like just noodles. Peyton Manning went to From a new team and won the Super Bowl. Because I thought that's of his what the defense. Was. No, because Who does that? No, because Peyton his, Manning did that. Peyton Manning. Oh, jeez. Peyton Manning He had set it. the standard. Best Tom defense Brady just ever. tried to follow. Who won the Super Bowl MVP that year? Tom Brady won it. And Von Miller won it. Interesting. Just saying. Uh, you just set the standard. Who's done that? And I just gave you an example. <laughs> uh, by the way, speaking of uh, football, Music City Bladder, as you mentioned, it's a shootout and still is. Tied up 45, 33 seconds to play. Uh, Purdue has the ball, third and one at the Tennessee 49. Oh, I've got e Hey, we both got ESPN Plus. Why aren't we watching this dang thing? Oh, dang it. It's going to make me do that. Um, anyways, Eric, I, I'm i just saying, Tom Brady's my story of the year. What an incredible man. Hey, have you been watching his uh, Man of the Arena no. stuff? No. You keep asking me to, and I just I don't. I've not seen it. Why not? Hey, oh, but I watched uh, American Underdog. Oh, was, was that, that good? It was actually really good. It's a little cheesy and over the top, but it's good. I mean, that's kind of the sense I got from seeing some of the previews and stuff. Oh, man. From it, but. Like, okay, so at one point, okay, he's about to go out there, you know, in his first game as a Ram, and as the team's walking out of the locker room to go onto the field, his wife comes into the locker room, just passes by security and players, walks into the locker room, and Zachary Levi is at his locker. He's getting ready to walk out, and his wife stops him. And reads him a letter. Okay. Eric. You don't think that she would have been allowed in there? No. Hey, we're going out to the field. Oh, yeah. Can you hold on one second? I want to read my husband a letter. <laughs> Come on. Oh. I'm sure they had to take some creative license to oh. make, they, they took make plenty. sense of it. They took plenty, Eric. <laughs> going to be very honest with you. Oh, oh man. All right. Uh, anyways, yeah, tied at 45 all, and it was third and one. Eric, 11 seconds left. Third and two. Ball is at the Purdue 39-yard line. They're about five yards away from field goal range, and they have – Tennessee has all three timeouts remaining. And, ooh, overshoots him by about a mile. 
I wish we could play audio, but we can't. I have the... <laughs> I'm watching the game right now. 9948. My wife and kids went and watched that movie and said it was great. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. You're a Zachary Levi uh, fan. I am. I'm a yeah. big Zachary Levi fan. And I'll have to go check that one out. Adam Baldwin's in it, too, actually. Uh, formerly known as John Casey on Chuck. Oh. Yeah, he's in it as well. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's actually pretty good. Uh, it's well told, and I, I read a lot of the facts in regards to the movie, and they're they're almost spot on with it. Actually, about 98% spot on on it. That's cool. Which makes it even better to watch it, because you know you're not getting like the whole fictional crap. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, and then Eric, uh, well, I do, do want to ask you again, we talked about it in the first hour, I want to recap in the, in the second hour, though, Calvin Tower Jr. coming back, uh, John Gentry is also back, I believe. Do you, with this offense coming back, can you see them putting up 25 to 30 points a game? I mean, a lot, a lot of their talent's coming back. I know you're missing some big wide receiver key guys. But could you pull it off where you could be putting up 25 to 30 points a game again? Utah State? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yes. Is that too much to ask for? With this no. coaching staff and with the players that are coming back and you just need to fill in a few pieces, it's not like every wide receiver is gone. Yes, you had three who all had nine touchdown catches or more. That's, that's pretty phenomenal. Let's not lie. But McGriff is going to be back. Van Leeuwen is going to be back. Do you trust McGriff? I like his progression. If he keeps progressing the way he did from last year to this year and makes that similar jump to next year, he'll be a, he'll be fine. He was a fine wide receiver this year. I wish he would fight for things a little bit more, but he had some big catches that helped the Aggies this year. Don't don't sugarcoat that. Don't gloss over that. Um, I just didn't see enough consistency from him. Uh, but look what he was. Look where he was a year ago compared to this year. Very different. Does he still have room to grow? Yeah, but I like the trajectory that he's on, and I've got a lot of confidence in this coaching staff to uh, to develop other great wide receivers into this offense. Do but, they need some help? Do they need some players to come in and and uh, kind of fill those roles? Sure, they do. Absolutely, they do. Isaiah Nayor would be great, but. Transfer portal and JC guys, I mean, there's still some stuff that could happen there for USU. By the way, Tennessee's quarterback just scrambled for a gain on third and five. It looks for about a gain of six. So it looks like he got the first down. They're going to measure it. If he got it, they did it with about one second left on the clock. Uh, it looks like they're going to try for a field goal. And if I'm not mistaken, I don't know my yardage that well, but this looks like it's from, geez, 59, maybe 60. They're at the Purdue 39, so that's a 56-yard field goal attempt. Whew. Again, game's tied at 45-all in the Music City Bowl, Tennessee 7-5, and Purdue 8-4 and on the season. This is a good ball game going on right now. Yeah, you're right. So it's going to be about from 56, it looks like. By the way, the other game has started. They're not waiting because this game keeps dragging out. And Michigan State is already on the board over Pitt. No way. 7 nothing, Dude, Pitt's 941 so- in the first. Hey, you always but Pitt's that- driving, and they're getting into uh, the uh, into scoring territory, too. You always know that Pitt's always good to show up for a bowl game. Not. <laughs> Why don't we have, Eric, I'm serious. Why don't we have a TV in here? You would be distracted. You wouldn't be able to do a good show. No, I would do a great show. I'm doing a great show right now. You'd Folks, be hitting doing... the recall button and Folks, going back Folks, am I doing forth. a good show or not? Huh? Am I? Yes? That's what I thought. 
All right, we got to take a break so I can watch the end of this game. <laughs> More of the full court press coming up here on 1069 The Fan. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. They're overrated. That's it, because they play for the Giants. You know, you look at the Colts. Colts don't have big names. They got an unbelievable offensive line. That's where you start. Offensive line. In today's NFL, offensive line. If you say you can have a great receiver or you can have a great left tackle, give me the left tackle. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. My name is John Brinchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life. White Pine Funeral Services QBEX Fitness is in the giving spirit with their biggest special ever. For a limited time, become a QBEX member and get your first two months for free. Then pay their lowest price ever, only $15 per month with no contract. You'll also receive the QBEX Nutritional Guide ebook for free, a $30 value. Work out at QBEX with our virtual trainers in complete privacy in their sanitized environment without any concerns or distractions or comparisons. This is your year. Achieve your goals at QBEX Fitness in Logan. $75 cancellation fee at the time of cancellation. Hurry, offer ends soon. Be holidays from your friends at Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and Ascent Aesthetics. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, Robinette, and the entire staff of each office appreciate your support and patience during a very challenging year. Watch for new offices to be open very soon where you can count on the best care possible for your entire family. Happy holidays from your friends at Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat. Google Cash Valley ENT for more information. It's time to put your motorcycle or ATV away for the winter. Make sure to take it to Torque Motorsports for a winterization treatment before you store it and save the headache this spring. Also, don't forget to plan ahead and get your snowmobile ready for winter. Torque Motorsports will give your sled a total inspection so there are no surprises on the mountain. Torque Motorsports on 200 North, 10th West, online at torquemotorsportsutah.com. Torque Motorsports. Steven, stop dragging your feet. Don't you give me that look. You've had a bad attitude all day. Now, look, I know you'd rather be with your friends right now, but this has to be done, and either you start cooperating or I'm going to start taking things away from you. And I think you know what that means, don't you, Steven? Yes, honey, I do. All right. Okay. Watch it. Bigger isn't always better. At Castalite, you'll choose from a huge selection of pavers and receive help from experts. You'll see just how easy it is to do it yourself. For brick, block, rock, paver, and tile, go where the pros go. Online at castalite.com. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Andre Salveson, a public service announcement for our listening audience. Uh, winter driving conditions in Sardine Canyon. This is according to uh, Logan City Police Department, their dispatch. Uh, multiple slide-offs are being reported right now. Traction devices recommended. Please avoid the canyon if possible. There was already an accident earlier today that shut things down for a while until they could get lanes cleared. 
But uh, more snow expected to continue throughout the evening. If you can avoid the canyon, you should. Uh, if you can't, make sure you're in a four-wheel drive vehicle or you have chains and uh, be very cautious. Also want to remind you that, uh, speaking of your vehicle, uh, if, if you avoid the canyon, go get your oil changed. Do that instead. Go to Valvoline Instant Oil Change. They're now open at 695 North Main in Logan. They're quick. They've got a clean facility. It's really easy how they take care of everything for you. And that's how it should be when it comes to your oil change for your vehicle. So stop in today. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main. Ajay, it's been a wild uh, football game Dude, between this is nuts. Tennessee and Purdue. And uh, when we weren't to break... It was just seconds left in this game, tied up with a chance for a long field goal. How did it go? Uh, yeah, you say it was short. It wasn't short. It was there. I, 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 I'm I, saying it was there. It was just wide right. If someone was standing in the back of the end zone, they would have been able to field it. No way, because it hit the back of the, like, they hit the back line. No, right. No, like it hit like out of bounds. But they, if you're standing there, it would have come right into your... No, because it, right was, it would have went over the head. If you're standing at the back of the end zone, it's going over his head. But you just said it hit the back line, which would have no, been no, no, that no, no, his no, no. feet. I'm saying if it goes – I'm sorry. I meant to say it went past the back line. It wasn't – it was good from length. Uh, I don't think so. I, I thought it was short. Could you imagine you and I being the referees? I'm like pointing wide right, and you're like saying it's short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would make a very good pair. Yeah, so they're going to overtime, 45 all here in the Music City Bowl. Of course, it's in Tennessee, so it's fully packed of orange. Tennessee vol orange, I should say. Uh, good ball game, though. And uh, you said uh, the other game, right? The other bowl games are already going on. They were like, uh, we're not waiting for uh, for this bowl game to end. Michigan State's already on the board. Michigan State's on the board, and now Pittsburgh is too. So it's tied ball game. Both teams score on their opening drives. And, um, yeah, Ben Solis um, kicked it off. So Michigan State has got the ball for the second time in the Peach Bowl. I love it. I love this time of the year. You know, I'm not like Kirk Herbstreit. I I enjoy all bowl games of all teams, of all flavors. Well, and I said earlier in the first hour, viewership for these bowl games, they're up almost universally. These bowl games are beating the NBA in their prime times even. So people are hungry for these bowl games, and with some of them being canceled, maybe it's maybe that says something. Too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. And if you start to narrow it down a little bit, people pay more attention to those that are actually being played. All right, so Purdue won the toss. They're going to take defense first. Tennessee will start with the ball. Again, overtime rolls. Uh, you get the you know if you win the coin toss, you get to choose offense or defense, and then the other chooses the end of the field. Uh, updates from last season: each team gets one possession from the opponent's twenty-five per overtime through the first two overtimes. Must go for two after a TD, starting with the second overtime, and alternating two-point conversions replace offensive possessions after or excuse me, starting with the third overtime. So that's where we're at there. Uh, six, eight, nine, one because the NBA blows. <laughs> it does, man. I'm. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm really haven't been into jazz basketball for a while, just because you know. I mean, you already know the result, right? Great regular season, bad playoffs, out in the second round or first round, whichever one you want to pick. But man, I, 
Yeah, I'm with 6891. The, the problem with the NBA this year is you don't know what roster you're going to see game to game. There's a lot of G League guys being called up, 10-day hardships being put yeah, in place. Yeah, it's tough basketball to watch. It's You don't really know. And uh, you, you've got two teams playing really good basketball with, with star power. Um, it, I guess you, you could throw in a third with Brooklyn, but there's been some injuries and guys out for various reasons. But it's been the Phoenix Suns and the uh, um, Golden State Warriors – Looking exciting. Uh, Lakers look awful. Oh, do they? And they look worse every game, They're too. embarrassment. And so there's not a lot of star power in the NBA right now that uh, could be driving a lot of TV viewership. Hey, uh, let me ask you, by the way, on a third and two, Tennessee gets absolutely stuffed, loses a yard on a uh, run or a halfback draw. So they're gonna have to go. So on fourth down, they're gonna kick a field goal. They're gonna go. There's no way they're going for this, right? No way. Uh, and so Eric, let me ask you, LeBron James, is it over? Uh, have we seen the best of LeBron James? Is this guy's career? Oh, he just turned 37 years old today. Off the have cliff? we seen the best of LeBron James? Yes. Are his better days ahead? No, no. He's 37. Can he win another NBA championship? Yes, but it's not all on him like so many others have been. Uh, I think he could still be on a team where he shifts. He will need to shift from being Batman to Robin. He has to accept that. And I don't know if he's willing to, but if he does, because that's what Shaquille O'Neal did. Like He shifted. And he was willing to go to Miami to let Dwayne Wade be Batman, mm. and he could be Robin. And he won, more, he won some more championships doing that. Can LeBron James, is he willing to accept that like Anthony Davis is the primary one, but really is that the right guy to hitch your ride to because he's so injury prone? LeBron James could win another title, but it's not going to be because of him. Tennessee on fourth and two. Quarterback looks like he's about to be sacked. Gets out of it, runs five yards backwards and six yards forwards. He somehow gets the first down. And then the ensuing player uh, running back draw then gains 12. They're at the two, and now the quarterback's been sacked for a loss of six. So now it's third and goal from the 10. <laughs> what a mess, man. Wow. Weird. Oh, what just, a weird game. It's been a weird game. Yeah, he's sacked at the 10, so it's an eight-yard loss. Excuse me. 6891 text generic. I guess that's what happens when you're the oldest team in the league. And, and again, I don't know why they designed the team that way with Russell Westbrook, Carmelo. Dwight, it just – it. It wasn't gonna work. It was it was weird, and I'll be honest. When I got kind of caught up in the look at all these former All Stars and all NBA guys coming together, this should be a pretty good team. But they are old. You said it right. This is a team that has ball needs, and they also have old knees. Um, it's catching up to them. Ball knees and old knees. <laughs> That's good. So That's good. I mean, Russell Westbrook. He doesn't work on a, a team like this. Yeah. His skill level is is declining. Still a crazy athlete, but he's not improving his game. He's not doing things that a lot of great players do to alter or evolve, to still be relevant, to still be competitive. Oh. When you start to lose that athleticism, if he doesn't evolve and develop other skills, he just he just gets old. Uh, running back draw again goes for a gain of eight, so they're back to the two, and then another run gets it to the one. It's fourth and goal 
for Tennessee, and it looks like they're going to go for it at the one-yard line. Uh, if they don't get it, Purdue can win it on a field goal. So we'll see here in just a moment. But fourth and goal, Tennessee <laughs> wow. at the one. Wild. And it looks like they're going to go for it here. Yep, no questions asked. Josh Heupel's going for it. Uh, another thing in regards to the Utah Jazz, Donovan, no Donovan Mitchell. Jazz are still finding ways to win and doing it impressively. By the way, another run from Tennessee, and he is stuffed at the one. Nope. Uh, yep, they're going to say he's down at the one. Purdue's going to get the ball and a chance to win it here in overtime. Donovan Mitchell's been out. Jazz have found a way to continue to dominate. Right, and I, you can, I, I, can I go back to the conversation I went ahead. back to, I think, last year, Eric? Does Donovan Mitchell help or hurt the team? I'm serious. Oh, we're going there. Does Donovan Mitchell help or hurt the team? It just seems like the chemistry's there. Like, Donovan Mitchell's not iso ball dribbling. Like, we're not... Yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm not entirely certain Donovan Mitchell has to be on the court for the Jazz to win a ball game. Uh, in a few games here and there, I think that's right. But um, over the course of a season, I don't I don't believe that is right. But this Jazz team, as it's built, would be a playoff team in the NBA, even in the Western Conference. But are they a top three team fighting to be a number one team? Without Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. No. You don't think so? No. Really? Uh, 9463. you just said six minutes ago you haven't watched Jazz basketball in a long time, so why don't you ease off the hot takes, pal? <laughs> All right. I love it. 9463. Good stuff, my man. Uh, 2603. I think Donovan Mitchell usually helps the team, but sometimes he tries to do too much and it hurts the team. I think those moments are minimal. Good text. Uh, yeah, that is a good text. And well I think said. that. Um, as he's getting older, you don't see as many of those. We do still see it a few times. Like there's been a few games here, late game, tight game. Jazz are down. They need a bucket. Donovan forces too much. Like that is a, an Achilles heel of the Jazz. If you can keep it close, you you're probably going to find a way to beat this team because they they kind of struggle in clutch. If the Jazz are going to beat you, they're going to beat you by ten points or more going away. But if you're going to beat the Jazz, it's in a close game. But those last few possessions, they just kind of tighten up and aren't able to close it out. Uh, really quickly, an update. Tennessee looked like the running back had put the ball over the goal line before he was down. So it looked like a touchdown. And they didn't go to review it. Instead, they're just not going to review it, period. And they're going to give the ball back to Purdue. I, it honestly looks like he puts the ball over the goal line before he's down. He's sitting on top of the linebacker, and he reaches the ball over the goal line. But when was the play blown dead? That's the. It shouldn't have been blown dead. It never should have. It shouldn't be blown like the way there was no stoppage of, pro, of progress in his run. He gets wrapped up. He gets turned over. He reaches the ball over the goal line while sitting on top of the linebacker, and they and it, he stretches the ball over the goal line. He's in. Josh Heupel is not very happy. Purdue's going to have the ball to start on the uh, 25-yard line. A field goal wins it for Purdue. Uh, Utah Jazz play Friday and Saturday. Minnesota, Golden State, both at home before a very treacherous road trip, four games straight. And then they're, I mean, it's its brutal. They have a set of games. Uh, Lakers, one of them. And it's Lakers and Phoenix back-to-back. Golden State and somebody else back-to-back. Both those games are on the road. 
Uh, so Mike Conley will probably sit some of these back ends, right? The uh, second ends of back-to-back, is that right? If I'm not mistaken, it's kind of... Uh, well, he's not going to play in the Minnesota game. Mm-hmm. The Jazz have already uh, issued their injury report and just said they're going to sit Conley um, tomorrow night just due to rest. Um, and so, look, Trent Forrest has been playing a little bit more in Donovan Mitchell's absence, and so I imagine that he'll probably get that will just continue once Donovan comes back because he'll re- take the minutes from uh, some of those minutes from uh, from Mike Connolly. But uh, um, Trent Forrest is not an outside shooter like Connolly is, but he can drive to the hoop and he can facilitate for his teammates. So they'll need that to continue. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, you're going to hear from uh, an update of the Mount West Conference men's basketball. How about the Colorado State Rams right now? Just cruising Buffalo, or excuse me, not Buffalo, Boise State takes on Utah State inside the Spectrum, 8 o'clock on Tuesday night. Uh, that game will be on CBS Sports. Don't want to miss that one. And so let's get an update on how the rest of the Mount West Conference is going in men's basketball, and we'll take a break. Uh, and then we'll have more of the Full Court Press here on 106.9 The Fan, including our Pick 6. This is your Mountain West Basketball Update with Nate Kreckman. Air Force and Utah State in their respective Mountain West openers Wednesday afternoon at Kloon Arena. Falcons up two after a Jake Hindbreeder free throw. Utah State ball with four seconds to go. It'll rock. Back to Ashworth Long. Three. Short iron. Miller, no. Not in time. The Falcons pull the upset in the Mountain West Conference opener. Audio courtesy of the Mountain West Network. A good run in the non-conference schedule now carries over into Mountain West play for Joe Scott's Air Force Falcons as they open the league schedule with a 49-47 win over Utah State. A.J. Walker leads the way with 16 for Air Force. Heinbreeder plays all 40 minutes, goes for 14 points, 5 rebounds. Falcons hold Utah State to 1 of 19 shooting from behind the three-point line. After the game, Joe Scott reflected on a big moment for his shorthanded team and this Air Force program. Uh, obviously, we had a game plan about Utah State and how we're going to guard them and all that, but in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't really about X's and O's. It was going to be about, and it's true for our team in general and our program, sort of the process of getting tougher, of getting more disciplined, of getting to be the way we have to be to be able to compete game after game after game in this league with a chance to win. And, you know, we did that today for 40 minutes. And they got that win. Air Force 8-4 and four on the year 1-0 and oh in the Mountain West. Tuesday make it seven in a row for Boise State as they open conference play with a 65-55 home win over Fresno State. Shaver, give it into the paint to Armouche, who finishes with a dunk, gives Shaver an assist. Armouche may have sealed it, 63-55, 37 left. Bob Beeler from Learfield, Marcus Shaver, 18 points, four assists, Armouche in double figures with 12. Boise State gets win number 10 on the year. And that's your Mountain West Basketball Update. I'm Nate Crackman. For more than a century, S.C. Needham Jewelers has been repairing jewelry and watches in Cache Valley. We do all our work on premises, and you may even talk directly with our expert technicians. We also have today's state-of-the-art equipment, including a laser welder that will repair jewelry with precision. We guarantee our work and offer competitive prices. So whether repairing your precious wedding ring, sizing a ring, or simply changing a watch battery, Come to Utah's oldest jewelry store today's newest technology and repair. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. 
Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three, we'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. This holiday season, all of us at the Cash Valley Media Group thank you for listening and thank you for supporting the local businesses that support our community. When you shop local, you're supporting someone's dream, supporting our local economy, supporting your friends, family, and neighbors. Thank you for being kind, being generous, and for doing your part to strengthen our community. From all of us at the Cash Valley Media Group, we wish you a happy holiday season and a prosperous new year. You've heard a lot of chatter lately about job openings. Job seekers like you have a lot to choose from. Who has the best pay, benefits, and work environment? Here's your answer, Homestead Cabinet. If you want to work for a company with outstanding pay, monthly profit share, great benefits, four-day weekends, an awesome work environment, and you get a whole week off every two months, Homestead Cabinet in Hiram is the place to be. We need good, hard workers who are humble and curious to work in one of the most technologically advanced shops in the nation. If this is you, go to homesteadcabinet.com. West Point Dairy Products in Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. Northern Utah and Southern Idaho's home for sports. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France and Ajay Salves from Purdue wins it in overtime on a field goal that splits the uprights. Very controversial. 48-45. Stop um, on that Tennessee drive. Yeah. Looked like he was still fighting for forward momentum and then reaches his arm across the goal line. But uh, the refs blew it dead. Said his momentum had already stopped before he reached across the line. Tennessee fans are livid. Purdue fans excited. A.J. Knight is thrilled. I expect a little more pep in his broadcast tonight with the Mustangs up at uh, Preston. (laughs) Expect a little more pep in his broadcast. I'm sure that'll be on 107.7 KLZX and streaming on CashValleyDaily.com, by the way. Uh, just a few, uh, not a whole lot of time left in the show, uh, Jay. Should no. we get into our pick six? Let's get to our pick six, Eric. Let's do it right. Oh, wait. Just go ahead and do it, dude. I can't find the button. Oh, there it is. Found the button. There it is. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you. No way. It's the Full Court Press Pick 6. Ever since March Madness ended, I am so bored. Six things we think will happen this weekend. I don't know how the whole betting thing started, but it's fun. Okay, Ajay. Here are my three things I think might happen this weekend. I'm going to go ahead and start, actually. I'm going to elect to receive instead of defer. Okay. Uh... More three-point makes on January 1st. Will it be the Utah Jazz or the Golden State Warriors? Which team, as a team, will make more three-pointers? 
I'm going to say Golden State. Okay, I'm going with the Jazz. Uh, you would. I know. Uh, Wyoming and Boise State score off on New Year's Day in basketball. Uh, this game is in Laramie. Wyoming by three and a half. I'm picking the Cowboys to win by three and a half points. Over who? Boise State. I'm going to go... Oh, man, that's a good line. Really good game between these two teams. You said three and a half. Who's real and who's fake? I'll go with Wyoming. Okay, I'm going to go with Boise. And then on New Year's Day also, it's Rose Bowl. Utah Utes against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Sacks by the Utes. Three and a half. Would there be more than that? Or less, over or under? Uh, I'm going to say under. I'm going to take the over. Okay. Your three things you think might happen this weekend. All righty, Eric. Uh, we're going to start with the uh, bowl game. Alabama and Cincinnati. I'm going to say Alabama by 12 and a half, over, under. By 12 and a half? Yeah. I, ooh. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to say over. I'm going to give Cincinnati a chance. Who, okay? has, who has more rushing yards, Michigan or Georgia? Ooh, more rushing yards, Michigan or Georgia. Uh, I'm going to go with... Georgia. I am too. I absolutely will as well. Uh, and then, Eric, finally, uh, yeah, we'll do this. Who has – okay, does Steph, Cur- Steph Curry have more threes than Rudy Gobert rebounds? Who has more of what? Rudy Gobert rebounds or Steph Curry threes? Uh, I'm going to go with Gobert. <sighs> That's a bad one. I should, I should rephrase that. Yeah, I'll go with Gobert. All right, we need a tiebreaker. Tiebreaker? Um, ooh. Boy, that's a good one. Uh, what would be a good tiebreaker? Let's go with the um, – I'm going to pick a different bowl game that's coming up this weekend. Uh, let's go with – where are they now? Here we go. Wake Forest and Rutgers. Okay, Rutgers is a replacement game. Uh, I'm going to say Wake Forest – by 17 and a half. <laughs> uh, I'll go over. Watch Rutgers win this game. <laughs> Just watch. Uh, okay, then I'll have to take the under then. Well, yeah. <laughs> Should I make that more aggressive? <laughs> Suppose like 21 and a half? Oh, you said say. It's already an ink. You've already it's already written in ink. Ah, it's true. It is written in ink. All right, we gotta take a break. Come back. We we'll wrap up the full court press here on 1069 the fan. During Happy Honda Days, discover the joys of the season with thrilling adventures in a Ridgeline Civic or CRV. For a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get 1.9% APR on the 2022 Ridgeline, CRV, or all-new Civic. Find your perfect Honda this season. Visit your local Honda dealer today or shop online. 
Visit your Utah Honda dealers for great deals during Happy Honda Days or utahhondadealers.com. See dealer for financing details. Exclude Civic SI. Get your fireworks at Main Street Service in Garland, home of the Snow Shack. They are your local fireworks source for New Year's celebrations. They've got a huge selection of ground and aerial fireworks and can fit any budget from $5 to $1,000. Plus, the staff at Main Street Service knows their stuff. They'll help you put on the best show. Fireworks are on sale now through the 31st, so don't miss out. Stop in today at Main Street Service in Garland, home of the Snow Shack. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. The education assistance I received made it possible for me to be the first person in my family to go to school and graduate debt-free. That education helped get me to the first day at my dream job, a job that I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job, plus the other benefits possible from the Army National Guard, helped me become a first-time homeowner. Also, part of my role as a National Guard soldier means I know that I can be one of the first to respond and help my community if disaster ever strikes. I'm extremely proud that I get to serve my community. And that first step I took by joining the Army National Guard has made all the difference in my life. Talk to your local recruiter or visit nationalguard.com to find out what firsts are available to you in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. All right, wrapping up another edition of the Full Court Press. Hey, uh, they had their new Coach of the Year, like the Steve Spurrier First Coach of the Year Award, right? Your first year of coaching. Um, Josh Heupel was on there, who just... Lost to Purdue, by the way. Uh, Eric, Blake Anderson's name is not on that list. You know who else in another list? Mm. There's the George Munger Award, which is given to the College Football Coach of the Year. Dave Aranda was on there, Luke Fickle, Jim Harbaugh, Jeff Trailer, and Mel Tucker. Again, no Blake Anderson. I don't get it. It just – you can't be a G5 coach and be considered for a lot of this stuff unless yeah. you do something – otherworldly like Luke Fickle has done. Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, he took a 1-5 team, won a bowl game, won a conference championship, and they're like, ah, oh, who cares? This bugs the crap out of me, man. I know. I'm so frustrated by that. Blake Ganderson deserved a lot more respect than what he got. Yeah, and I heard, this is somewhat connected, but there were guys on this station, on our national programming earlier today, saying they, they were disagreeing with some people saying that Cincinnati in the college football playoff is good for college football. Because it won't bring the ratings like if you had another big name in there. And that's a very short-sighted view. Well, the ratings might not be potentially as good if it was, I don't know, Texas A&M or Florida or some other national powerhouse. In the long run, this is much better for college football that Cincinnati is in this college football playoff. Yeah, I would agree. Just. There's so many people in this country that if it's not P5, it doesn't exist. Or if it does exist, it's on a much lower level and we just look down our noses at you. It's frustrating. If he, if he does what he did this year, he should get more recognition next year. Hey, the uh, pro football uh, finalists were announced among the 15 of them, including DeMarcus Ware of the Dallas Cowboys, Andre Johnson, formerly of the uh, Houston Texans, Devin Hester, one of the great returners in NFL history. Uh, joining him also will be late wide receiver Cliff Branch, who was chosen as a senior finalist. Dick Vermeil, 
as a coach finalist and former referee Art McNally as a contribution finalist as well. Uh, also on the list, Jared Allen, Willie Anderson, R- Rondé Barber, Tony Baselli, R- Leroy Butler, Tory Holt, Sam Mills, Richard Seymour is on the list, Zach Thomas, Reggie Wayne, Patrick Willis, and Bryant Young. Dude, I don't get how the U- how the New England Patriots were a dynasty from 01 to 04, and only one guy is being considered as a Hall of Fame finalist. Reggie Wayne, like what the hell did he do? Rondé Barber. R- Reggie Wayne was a great wide receiver. Oh, come on, Eric. Like we're like we're gonna ignore what Teddy Bruschi did, like Ronnie Harrison, these Patriot greats. If they were on the Colts, they'd all be in the Hall of Fame. The NFL hates New England. They hate him. Rondé Barber, what did that guy do? He didn't cheat. Oh, dude, you know. Let me tell you what he didn't do. 